Hey, it's episode 97 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, how are you doing? How's your week been, people? It's, uh, it is Saturday, the 1st. Need to set my watch. 1st of December. Rotted. But it means nothing because my shopping is done in your face again. To everyone who came back to me and said, stop rubbing it in our faces that you've done your Christmas shopping. Um, I now need to wrap my presents. That's the bit I hate. I need to do that as early as possible because the nearer it gets to Christmas, the less I'll want to do it. So I need to do that this week. But uh, yeah, man, how's your week been? What's been going on in the world? Um, I don't know. I don't know if really... Again, I haven't really followed the news. Again, I've just been in my own in my own life, in my own inner circle. In, in my circle. <laughs> but um, no, my, my week's been cool, though. Um, gigged not the week on Tuesday was a wild one um, where was she? Was that? The fr- upstairs at the Ritzy in Brixton um, I stupidly agreed to do a gig forgetting that I would be on a boat from 2pm that day with an open bar with work so yeah I drank from 2pm all the way up to the gig at about 7.30. <laughs> and, um, and then I was meant to close the show. And I said uh, to Satonia Ogan, who ran the gig, I was like, mate, you've, you've got to put me on earlier. I can't. I can't close the show. I can't. I can't close it. It's, you, you don't. I'm not going to bring what you think I could bring to this show with me closing it. It's best. I go on early. If I'm rubbish, I could just fall away. I'm going to just fall away. Um, so they did put me in the first half. And um, I was meant to do 10 minutes. Did 18. <laughs> when, when you're drunk, you lose track of time. And I thought, I don't know. I looked at my watch, saw it was on 18 minutes. Like, ah, oh, God, I've overrun. And then um, I thought, oh, I'm just going to come off stage. And after, I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, mate, if you flashed me to come off. He's like, no, 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 I'll just let you carry on because it was great. I can't remember half the things I said. But according to the comedians who were there, it was very, very funny. Apparently because uh, I just I just chose to... Oh, they can't use the word attack. I didn't attack anyone. There's these three people in the front row, right? Uh, Norwegian, which is kind of like, a, like Sweden, but the rubbish version. I mean, like every, I will now just have a beef with Norway just because of these three people sat in the front row. But every every country, not every country, but there are countries that are the little brother or the rubbish equivalent of another country, right? Let's see if people come at me about this. But, you know, like New Zealand is a rubbish Australia. Canada, rubbish America. All the other Central American countries are just rubbish Mexico's. You know what I mean? All the other Caribbean islands, just rubbish Jamaicas. All the other West African countries, just rubbish Nigeria. Like, we... You you can say, that's not fair, Darren, don't say stuff like that. Belgium's a rubbish Holland. But no no one's ever... Put it like this, no one's ever been from Australia and someone go, oh, you're from New Zealand, aren't you? No. It's never gone that way around. They've always assumed that someone from New Zealand is from Australia. Same as like someone who's from, you know, Togo, someone's going to assume they're from Nigeria, if they don't know. If you're from like one of the other islands, if you're an un-Jamaican, because that's, that's the only thing you can be from the Caribbean, either Jamaican or un-Jamaican. Yeah, at what? Firing shots. 
I'm in that mood. I'm belligerent. <laughs> but no one's, yeah. No one's ever been from Jamaica be mistaken for being from, like, Grenada or, or Barbados. It's never happened. And it never will. So, um, yeah. So there they were there was these um, non-Swedish people. And <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. It was like they were just... I'm not sure if they didn't understand, but I don't think that's the case because, like, those Scandinavian countries can speak, like, five languages and their English is usually better than people born here. So they understood, but they chose... It's like they were offended by certain things I was saying, but they weren't... But the things I was saying weren't at them. So I was making a joke that involved black women in the joke, right? Now, everyone knows me, I don't make jokes at black women or taking the piss out of black women like it's always if I'm making a joke about black women they're on the side of of the joke and that was that was uh that was obvious that was explained that was shown sorry at the gig because the group of black women that there found it hilarious but they, these women in the front row didn't laugh and I was like why are you not laughing and then are you offended by what anything I said and she's like eh, um, um like didn't know what to say and I go are you offended on behalf of that woman over there because she found it funny I was like darling are you offended by what I've said she's like no is there anything I've said about your experience that isn't true and then she's like no everything you said oh, I, I agree with what you said okay so what why are you sat here being offended on their behalf you're not even offended yourself you've, you've guessed what should be offensive and then gone yeah I'm I'm gonna be offended by that like it always happens like, it's just certain rooms you do a gig in. It's like, you tell a joke about race. Like, I'll tell a joke, like, that involves, like, an Asian person in the joke. And then it's like, everyone looks towards the Asian person in the room. The Asian person's laughing. They're like, okay, I'll laugh now then. And it's like, no, wait. Laugh if you find it funny. If you don't find it funny, fine, don't laugh. But don't look at the Asian dude. He's like, are we right, are we right to laugh at this? You, okay? No, fuck off. It's, it's either funny or it's not. That's it. Don't, don't, don't lie. And act like you actually care about people's feelings. Because it's annoying. It just annoyed me so much. So I, I then, I was drunk. So I, I just abandoned a lot of my jokes. And just kept on going at these people. Just going at them. Going at them. And Filio and Kazima then. They kept on uploading clips of, of the set onto, onto their Instagram stories. And um, apparently the feedback they got was, Ra, who's not on stage? He's rude. Hilarious, though, but rude. So that, that's what happened. But I was um, I was drunk. And I guess karma came back on me, if you believe in that. I don't, but uh, for all of you that do believe in karma, fine. Um, it, well, I could dispel why I don't think karma exists. Because, like, what, 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 what do people think karma is? What goes around comes around it. That kind of thing, you know. But I don't think that's even like the Buddhist view of karma. I think it's like one of those things where someone who's Buddhist tried to explain it to someone who isn't and they're gone. So basically what you're saying is, it's what goes around comes around. It's like, no, what what, what karma is. I think what karma is, is basically actions of consequences. That's it. I think that's the basis of karma. Like if you, you focus your energy on doing bad things then you're going to end up in a bad place which makes sense to me like if you're living your life like you know, I don't know selling drugs 
then you're likely to be killed in a deal selling drugs, so you're going to go to prison. So that's a bad thing. That's, that's, that's karma. But when you're like, yeah, you've stolen like someone's, like, I don't know, you've stolen someone's job, because, yeah, you've tricked, you tricked your way into the role and stuff, and then you make loads of money, and then, you know, 20 years down the line, you, you get cancer. Then someone goes, ha! Karma! It's like, no, that's, that's, that's not karma. That's, that, that's cancer. That's, that's a, that's, that's an illness. That's got nothing to do with what that guy did 20 years ago. I mean, it's, it's just weird when people do that. It's like, oh, someone said something bad on TV. And it's like, ah, their wife's divorcing them and they've lost their divorce battle. Ha! Karma! It's like, no, they're separate. They're not, they're not the same thing. Let, let's, let's look at karma. Let's see what karma actually means. Um, karma, principle, means actions, work or deed. It also refers to the spiritual uh, principle of cause and effect, where intent and actions of an individual influence the future of that individual. See, there you go. Acts as consequences. It's as simple as that. So, um, so talking about karma, me leaving my wallet after taking the piss out of these Norwegians isn't karma. It's, it was bloody annoying, but it wasn't karma. All right. But I, yeah, I left my wallet at the venue. But um, I got it back. Because my mates handed it in. Okay? But I didn't realise I'd lost my, my wallet. You see, because I thought, right, I need to switch my phone into airplane mode to save my battery. So when I get to Finsbury Park, I can check the trains and know what's going on. So I left the venue. So at this point, I don't know I've lost my wallet. Oh, I haven't got it. Um, get to Finsbury Park in enough time. Look at the train times. So like, boom, got enough time. And I'm hungry. I haven't eaten all day. Well, I had. I've been eating on the boat. I haven't eaten since I was on the boat. So I'm now going to a chicken shop. I'm like, uh, how much for this? I was like, hey mate, what can you do me? How much do you do ten wigs for? Like, you know, you're just drunk. Like, I've, I've been boozing all day, so like my appetite's wild. Like, how much can you do me ten wigs for? The guy's um two pounds seventy. Now, in hindsight, that's way too low. Um, I don't know what these wings were made of, but he said two pounds seventy. So I'm like, all right, cool, deal. So now, I reach into my left pocket, not there. Right trouser pocket, not there. Inner coat pockets, not there. Outer coat pockets, not there. Back pockets, not there. Open my bag, inside pouch, not there. Outside pouch, not there. Outside pocket, not there. Start emptying out the bag a bit, not there. Now, here's two things going from my head. One, I'm panicked. That I've lost my wallet completely. I've lost it completely. And that's annoying. But what was more was the immediate issue. Now I now look like a guy who's haggled the price of wings down. And now I can't afford that price. Do you know the side eyes and look of shame I was getting from people in the chicken shop? Like, raw. These people would look proper down and out. And they were looking at me like, is that you, yeah? Haggling boss man down to £2.70. You can't even afford that. Is that you? <laughs> Boy. Boy, like... Did... It's that moments like that, I'm happy I'm not famous or well-known. Because that... Oh, that would have been horrible. <laughs> but you know what boss man said? He said, hey, do you know what? don't worry. You'll come back another time. 
I've never been to this chicken shop before. You'll come back another time, you can pay me then. And I will go back and pay him. I definitely will. I definitely will. Um, but I just haven't been back yet. <laughs> it was this week. It was this week. But I will pay him back. But, so I switched my phone on to, um, you know, to, to normal mode. Read to text my friend. Say, hey, can you see my wallet there? There's messages from guy. Hey, you left your wallet. We've handed it in. It's all good. I was like, oh, cool. Nice one, nice one. Yeah, so Tonya handed it in. It's like, wicked. So I head there the next day, lunchtime. I go into the Ritzy. I'm like, excuse me. Um, hi, I'm here to collect my wallet. They're like, okay, did anyone call you from here to say your wallet's here? And I was like, um, no, someone handed it in last night. But no one called you from the Ritzy or the venue to say that we've got your wallet and I was like no no one has to my friend handed it in for me they're like mm, okay we'll we'll check the book it's like what where, what's this attitude like why like what what is this I'm telling you wallets here just go check if it's there why what just go get my wallet that's what I'm thinking in my head I wasn't that rude so she gets the book out you can see like all the lost property items are right there at the bottom of big capital letters wallet and she said hmm okay can you give me a description of the wallet? And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. It's like, yeah, I can. But I didn't actually give her one. I go, yeah, I can. And she's like, um, okay, can I have a name? I was like, what, you need my name or the name of the person who's handed it into? She's like, yeah, who who does it hand it into? I, go, I don't know. My friend handed it in. I don't know who they hand it in to. So, oh, can I take your name? It's like, what for? She said, to, for, to check in the wallet. I was like, my driving license is there. My face is in the wallet. Like, do, who else is coming in asking for this particular wallet? Like, is this the way people are mugging now? Yeah. Like, not even just mugging people off the street. They, they're just going into random establishments going, I think I lost my wallet. Okay, well, look at the lost property bag. So, oh, yeah. And I also think I left my, my Lamborghini. I left my Lamborghini here. Um, come to collect it. Just, just speculating. You know, you're like what? So she was. So I said, yeah, my name's Darren Griffiths. My driving license is on there with my face on. So someone go get. It. She's like, oh, okay, oh, we'll have a look. So she's radio. She's radio into her boss. Can't remember boss's name. Just like oh, Helen. <coughs> Helen. Oh no, it's not. It's not radioing through. And then someone else has come to help her with this radio now. And now they're trying to talk to me. All right, sir. Uh, what's the problem here it's like uh, this gentleman uh he's lost his wallet um so he's checking if it's here so I'm, I'm not checking if it's here i'm coming to collect it it's it's on your list and i've told you my friend handed it in last night so now this next person's come gone oh the wallet yeah that was found this morning i was like it wasn't it's like, yeah it was found this morning I was like, why, why are you lying? Why are you telling me this? I don't even care when you think it's found. Just give me my bloody wallet. Like, um, okay, it's found this morning. Then, the, then this next guy comes, just sauntering around. Like, oh, what's happening? It's like, this is, um, this guy's come to collect this wallet. It's like, oh, the wallet that was found this morning. I was like, what? Is this like some group lie? Why are you all lying about it being found this morning? It's like, yeah, it was found, it's found under a bench, um, under, under some chair, under, um, under some coats and bags. I was like, what? are you talking about because yeah it's found by a member of staff who's cleaning this morning it's like no it wasn't 
It was handed in this board. It was handed last night. Like, stop this. And it's like, um, and it's like, yeah, well, you, you're very lucky. You're very lucky that it's like, it's very rare people get their wallets back. And I was like, are you not trying to seek credit for finding this wallet? Like, do you not want a tip or something? Because you're not getting one. Because my friend handed it in. All right? So stop it. So they come down now with the wallet. And it's like, Here, here's your wallet. They're all looking at me as if to go, hmm? Haven't we done a good job? And I was like, no. You're all actually making me feel very suspicious that you've done something with my cards. Like, you've, just, like you've cloned them. That's what you. That's all you're doing here, right? So, it's a uh, yeah. So, so <laughs> I have to sign to go. Oh, can I just take your name again? I was like, well, what for? So just to say that you collected it. And I was like, I'll just write it down and sign it. And I was like, thank you. And then she said, she kind of just gave me this smile to go. You smug, unappreciative prick. And I was like, I'm not unappreciative. I'm forgetful, drunk and sloppy, but. What do you want? You lot didn't do anything. You just held my wallet. Now, actually, which just reminded me, I've just got up. I need to check my container because I looked in my wallet and there was one thing actually missing. Now, I don't want to just say it for comedic... Wait, wait, let me put them this down. Because I will, this can't be the case. Right, let me let me pause. Let me pause this, and I'll come back. Um, I'll come back to you guys. Unbelievable motherfuckers! I can't believe it. Do what? There is something missing from my wallet. What do you think it is, people? Guess. Let's think. Was in this wallet that I have now. I had three bank cards in there. Two bank cards. One, uh, one, two debit cards, one credit card, a driving license, cash. All of that came back. Do you know what they took? My fucking Nando's card. South London. Like you are, you have now surpassed yourselves. Unbelievable. So someone there. Have, they stole my Nando's card. Stills and oh my god! Can you, I can't believe it. <laughs> They've actually stolen my Nando's card. No joke. That's material. I'm gonna have to flip it. Use do what? That is so. That's so cliche that. I lose my wallet in South London and the thing that they steal is my Nando's card. Just, I don't think people, if I say it on stage, I don't think people even believe that's ha that happened. But I swear on anything and everything, people. Unless my Nando's card is somewhere else, but I wouldn't take it out of my, my wallet. Which means someone took my Nando's card. They found my wallet, thought money, no, bank details, no, drive, no, nah. chicken, yes, chicken, I want chicken, that's what I want, unbelievable, shameful behaviour guys, 
Can't believe it. But yeah. Yeah, you know, man. I don't know. Well, yeah, the normal way. <laughs> I can't, I'm just, I'm shocked. Then on my way back, um, had some guy manspreading next to me. I've never really seen him on really manspread, but this happened. And I'm not sure if he was manspreading because he was like, trying to dominate. Because there was other seats he could have sat, and he sat right next to me and then spread his legs to a ridiculous widest um, extent, right? I was like, what's wrong with this dude? So I'm not sure if he's trying to dominate or he's just like, Old, he's in his 80s, so his balls must have been like just right there between his thighs. So he must, he may have needed to spread. I can't, can't judge him, right? But, um, yeah, that was that was my Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday put together there. Um, Thursday stayed in. Um, it's one of those ones, you know. Listen, guys, you know, you know what is sometimes with the women, the girlfriend, right? You ever get this, guys, level with me where. You, you, you're gonna do something else. So you had something planned with with the girlfriend, with with the lady. Then something else comes up that you're going to do. So I, you already had something planned that is cancelable. You can cancel it, but you forgot. So you've basically made plans with your lady. She's she's geared up to do something for you. Then you've had to cancel, All right? But. She's like, oh, so we're not doing that thing now. Like, no, because I forgot I had this thing booked in. And he's like, oh, all right, well, hmm. And he's like, ah, oh, shit. They're in the mood. You know what? Fuck it. Let me, let me try and cancel this thing. Let me go, let me cancel this thing that I'm doing. I want to spend time with the lady. So they go, oh, I've cancelled that thing now. It's like, what? No, you should have just gone. It's like, what? Just cancelled it. So like, no, because I feel like you cancelled it just because I was upset. And now it's on me. I was like, yeah, that's exactly why I cancelled it. <laughs> so, he's like, well, yeah, but you wanted to go to other thing. Yeah, I did, but now I'm not. Now I'm seeing you. Well, no, now that just makes me feel shit. I was like, what's happening here? You said you wanted to see me. If I went, I'd have been a dick. And if I stay, what? Well, well, I've done something wrong. So like, no, now you made me feel like a dick. And I was like, oh, so I was meant to go to this thing that I wanted to do and not have a good time. Because I'll be thinking about upsetting you. And she was like, yeah, you're meant to be the one feeling like a dick, not me. And I was like, oh, right, is that how it is? <laughs> I was like, you, you're crazy. You're crazy women. Absolutely crazy. It did kind of make sense, though, because basically if I really, what I should have done is I should have just even remembered I had this event that I was meant to go to and just... And just said, boom, I'm going. That's it. You're upset, but boy, this this was planned, so whatever. Or I should have just cancelled it without telling her that I was gonna cancel it. And then because I admit, admittedly, when I when I, basically, I can't deal with these situations in 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 the heat of the moment. So when we was having this conversation, I was just losing. <laughs> I was losing this conversation all over the place. I was just getting just getting pulled around the ring. I was. Start fighting Mayweather. Just couldn't land, couldn't land the jab at all. And then um, when I got on the train, I thought about it, and I was like, oh, actually, no, I should have just cancelled it without telling her, or just said I'm going. But me telling her that the event was there and I'm cancelling it was me shifting, uh, trying to shift it onto her. Actually, I missed a, a big part of it actually, which I have to hold my hands up for. I said, oh, I'm going to try to do the event and then do our thing. 
push our thing back an hour and a half. And she's just like, nah, nah, no, just go to your thing, innit? That's that's what I did. So, admittedly, I took a little step, step back from the situation. I realised, you know what I was trying to do? I was trying to put the responsibility all on her, not on me. And that was selfish. And so sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta own your behaviour. Because in the future, there are going to be events, especially doing comedy and stuff, where they are going to pop up like that. And I'm going to have to just cancel everything I'm doing to go to this event. This is how it goes sometimes. So I need to keep those, keep those uh, credits, keep that credit in, in, in the bank, you know, to just let that out when I need to. Can't be using, waste that credit on small events. So, um, yeah, that's how that went. But, um, yeah, then what else happened this week? That was Thursday and then Friday. Oh, some banter boat. Shout out to Anthony DePrezzo in his event. I was going as a guest. I was just going just to watch and chill out. And then I ended up doing seven minutes, um, which went pretty well. Um, <laughs> Philio Half, he was, he was with me on Tuesday. He came on. This crowd was flipping rowdy. Drunk, rowdy, loud. Some list, Those who were listening enjoyed it a lot. Those who weren't listening just talked. So Philio, he's been doing comedy for way too long. Um, and as a comedian, your ego is way too fragile to be talking to a room of people not listening to you. So he just went into the crowd and just started talking. He was like, hey, what's going on? Hey, pale face. <laughs> and he just started going at this girl who I always laugh when, I guess it's me projecting a lot, but when a comedian goes at attractive women in the crowd, because not like a lot of attractive women have never had, like, shit things said to them. You know what I mean? Like, they had something shit said to them, they're just told, they're just jealous. It's because you're gorgeous. And it's like, it's because I'm gorgeous, isn't it? So then they act like dicks all their life. And then go, well, people just have been mad at me because I'm gorgeous. It's like, no, because you're being a dick. Don't want, I don't want her to tag on the name Megan. <laughs> I don't know Megan. Yeah, but you've been a dick, Megan. It's like, um, but yeah. These group of girls in corner were just chatting, chatting, chatting. And it was, hey, pale face. And he just started going at her, just gunning them. And the rest of the crowd were starting to laugh, which is just a new situation. Like, if you're fat and ugly, right, and some, and the comedian goes at you, there's more than likely you've been bullied at some point in your life for being fat and ugly. And then how you've managed to deal with that is either you own all of that, and you, you become more resilient to it, and you can banter about it, and you're used to people laughing about it. If anything, you've got stuff to fire back at other people. You become quite nimble on your feet, like mentally, to be able to go, yeah, I'm fat and ugly, well, you're da 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 So hearing people laughing at something being said to you, it doesn't really hurt you anymore. It's like, yeah, I've dealt with that stuff. But when you're gorgeous, and no one says shit about you, no one really laughs at anything you have to say because no one really asks you to say anything because you look good, so you just stand there. You know I mean? We see that guy try to chirp a girl who's got no fucking chat. Like, girl's got no chat because she's just good looking for no reason because she's bringing nothing to the table, yeah. And you can see in their faces, they've just never... They couldn't believe that this guy with a microphone wanted attention. They're just like, huh? Sorry? My conversation is more important? And he was like, what are you talking about? And they didn't even know what to say they were talking about. And they were so upset and offended by it all. Then this dude came over who sat with him say, he's like, chubby dude with glasses. He said, hey dude, chill, chill to Filio. 
But he's like, what? Because they, yeah, you need to chill the fuck out. And then Fiddler's like, how about you take a seat? Actually, take two, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> and the, 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 the guy was like, what? Because the guy's American as well. Fiddler's from Atlanta. This guy's American. He's like, you what? And Fiddler goes, look, I did martial arts for 14 years. Try me. And then he just walks off. It's like, how, how are you going to tell someone to take two seats, you fat motherfucker, and then sign off with, oh, and if you want to say anything more, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> it's like, ah, dear. It was funny shit, though. It was funny shit. That, that's why I'm a big fan of video. But, um, yeah, that was our Friday. That was our Friday. And then, um, yeah, then just got train home. Got home in time, which is um, almost missed my last train, but I checked it for once. So finally, I'm getting into the mode of I don't live in London, so I had to just kind of go, Wait, when is this last train coming? When is it? Oh shit. All right, let me make sure I can get on that train. So, um, yeah, that was my night, and that's and here we are now on Saturday. I'm just chilling in the house, being all domesticated and stuff, We've gone shopping, and I've done some laundry, and that's it. Watch football focus and then just catching up on the apprentice, you're fired. But um look, I had something else to talk about as well, but I don't wanna make the podcast too long. But no, alright, I'll talk about it quickly. Um Actually no, I'll i will save it, but basically basically it's here's the question. Uh, can you be pro black and date interracially? That's the question. That was a question I was talking about on Facebook with a few people. Um I'm not, not, I don't know. I know. I guess it, I think it's, it's more of a discussion one rather than me to talk on my own. I'll, I'll probably save that for when I've got someone else on the podcast, whether that's um, Naomi or just another guest. I think it's a good question though. So I guess it depends on your definition of pro-black, right? I think that's, that's the crux of it. How do you define pro-black? Um, if it's just for the betterment of black community, then I guess, yes, you can be. If it's about black families then I guess that's where it comes into doubt because like well your family's not black your family's mixed um and then a lot of people then argue you can be are they adding morality to the idea of pro-blackness you know is it just they're trying to say no I'm pro-black yeah and my partner's white but I'm pro-black and so maybe you're not pro-black well that's not a bad thing like if that's not the definition of pro-black we're working with you know, maybe it's one of those ones. It's like, yeah, you you buy in black businesses and you you invest in the community and you do community projects. I don't. Know, I just feel I feel a bit conflicted if someone says if someone does all that shit like community work, black businesses, donates, does stuff in Africa and the Caribbean, and their partner's white. Am I? Can I really be there telling them, hey, you're not pro-black? You know, while I'm s- stood there in my kind of, sitting in my Adidas trainers, um, all, my, all my clothes being bought from white people. <laughs> I mean, bought from like the cap- Western capitalist system. You know, I'm there with my smartphone, where some like African kid in Congo's like lost his hands, getting the coltan. Like, 
to build my phone that can i can i be going well no you you've got a white wife well, i've got i've got a black girlfriend so i'm more pro black it's like no, i don't think i can so it's i know it's a good one it's a good question i it's a question tweet tweet me tweet me at that um if you think you can be pro black um in a interracial relationship um yeah i'd like to i'd like to know your thoughts on that um or even invite me onto your podcast if you're going to talk about that soon. So I'd like to talk about it. I think it's a good topic to talk about. But anyway, dear, dear, dear time, let's go. Um, hopefully it's more mixed because it seems like each week it's like they pick a theme on dear, dear, dear. Um, all right. Whoa. Okay, here you go. Dear Deirdre, I fear my husband is sexually attracted to his long-lost daughter. Say what? This happens, though. You're apparently attracted to people related to, or we're attracted to people who look like us. Um, and that's attraction, the purest word of attraction. You're drawn towards someone who you're related to. And then I guess if you haven't been socialised around them, to be like, that's your brother, that's your sister, that's your mum, that's your dad. So, you know... That's how you contextualise this closeness. You go, oh yeah, of course I'm close to this person. That's my sister. If you meet someone out of the blue, it's like, boom, why am I, why am I so drawn to this person? You're going to be like, oh, we're soulmates. It's like, no, 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 no. You're related. Um, so, <laughs> dear, dear, dear. My, that, that's why whenever I've dated uh, Jamaican women, uh, Naomi included, I always have to do my background check. You do, you do, I have to do two checks, see? I've got to do your CRB check. I see you uh, see on Facebook your friends with this guy, this guy, this guy. How do you know them? They're just from my area. They went to school. Uh, that guy used to fancy my friend. So we used to hang around. Uh, yeah, that guy's my neighbour. So, oh, right. So you didn't date any of those guys? No, why? That's it's all right. Just check it. I'll just ask you questions. So, can I ask questions? Ah. So you got to do that check. That's part of the CRB. And second one, me as a Jamaican, is I've got to find out if we're potentially related. Do you, what's your what's your mum's name? You, you know your dad? What's your dad's, what's your dad's surname? You got your dad's surname? No. Oh, all right. You got a different surname. What's his surname? Okay, cool, cool. And what's, what's their family names? All right, cool. Cool, cool. All right, cool, cool. No, so none of these names exist in your family? And I'd start listing like all my parents and grandparents made the names and stuff. Like, no, none of those names are in my family. Like, all right, cool, let's go. <laughs> but anyway, dear, dear Deirdre, my husband has been getting uncomfortably close to his long lost adult daughter and has become a changed man, like someone having an affair. Nah, I think no, you're being a bit mad jealous there. That sounds wild. We had a huge row about it and he agreed to put me first and now cut in contact with his daughter. It's his daughter, man. Um, but we both now feel so guilty. Of course, I'm 54 and we have been married for eight years and he's 58. When his ex left him 20 years ago, she took their daughter with her. He never said much about her. I knew he found it painful. Right, so you know he finds it painful. He's now reconnected with her and now you're going, no. Out of the blue, you got a text from the daughter who is now 23 asking if he would like to meet for a drink and a chat. He was doubtful at first. But they got on really well and have been in constant touch since. He would regularly turn up, she would regularly turn up at, at our home uninvited and often 
and often the worst and often the worst for drink oh, I see because she's, she's drunk you're saying probably she's a bit all mad for her she's she's just reconnected for dad her clothes were sexy and revealing that's well she's just been out probably what's come on stop it my husband started smarting himself up yeah, because he probably wants to impress his daughter. Like, why have you made this sinister and weird? I can never see her as a daughter, only as a woman who is threatening my marriage. Fucking hell. I tried to befriend her as my husband wanted, but she only related to him, and it was clear she believed she would never... She should never... He should never have split up with her mother. Okay, now she's been immature. How can a woman leave, take the kid... Right away for 20 years. And you think, hey, you two are probably meant for each other. Really? I don't think so. Um, understandable, maybe, but very threatening for me. I've been cheated on in the past and all the pain was brought back. Ah, there you go. Projection, projection, projection. They constantly texted and I took a peek and he said he loved her and now his life is fulfilled. That sounds fucking normal. Um, he said he would marry... He said he would marry her if she wasn't his daughter and that he only sees me as a friend. What the hell is that? I am so sorry. You were right. <laughs> oh. <sighs> he said he would marry her if she wasn't... What kind of Donald Trump behaviour is this? I was devastated by this. I bet you was. He had become a different man. I told him how I was feeling that we had a huge row. And he said he would put me first. He started deleting the messages and stopped all contact with her. Nah, you're... Nah. That's just... Wild. Oh, wait. Here she is. You right, girl? Don't look at my stuff. Why? Just don't look at my stuff. What, what stuff you got? Something. Alright. You ain't got shopping, have you? Oh, cool, because I did. Did you? Yeah. I'm recording the podcast. I'll, 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 I'll pause it. It's a shame that the podcast can't show my face. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how useful the shopping is. Sorry, yeah, right there. I'm not sure. But um, I hid it. Yeah, it's all right. I'll just, I'll just turn my back and you can pull it away. Okay. Oh, you've always been up with that. You're pretty cute. Um, yeah. Did you get almond milk? Yes. Was it on offer? Yeah. Was it? Free How for free. did you buy? Free. Free for three pounds. And you bought, um, bought three. Okay. I would usually buy about 12. 12? Yeah, because they have a really long expiry date and it's not on sale often. So I might go uh, with that. Ah, see. But at least well, you got some. I know. And at least you waited until it was on offer. Thanks. Cool. Yeah, well, this stuff's looking pretty useful. Cool. I mean, Let's, I can cook with this shit. Let's, uh... Oh. Yeah, I did realise there was onions already there. But, um, yeah. Do I, I'm pausing the podcast. All right, I'm back. Uh, Naomi's here now. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> Bringing that energy. <laughs> so earlier in the podcast, I was saying um, I want to discuss that topic, uh, but I wouldn't want to do it on my own. So Naomi's luckily said she would join me on the topic of can you be pro-black and date interracially or marry interracially or actually marry, marry and have kids. Can you be pro-black? Naomi. Oh. Well, what, whatever pro-black means to you. Okay. I think that's as far as it goes. It, like, who, who is to say what pro-black means? 
Yeah. It's not an objective term, is it? It's a subjective term. So I might be pro-black and want to dye my hair blonde. Yeah. I might be pro-black and only want to date white men. Yeah. But I love. I I would say being pro-black means loving yourself and loving your people. Yeah. And does being with somebody who's not black mean you don't love your people? It's just like, does that mean then you shouldn't have white friends if you're pro-black? Right. Because you should only love black people. I mean, it can be taken to the extreme, I think. Yeah. So, depending on the reasons why you are with somebody from a different race, Uh then yes, you can be pro-black and date someone from a different race. But, in saying that, you hear a lot of people saying, oh, I'm dating this person because black people are this. Yeah, yeah. Or that's not being pro-black. Yeah, yeah. You can't love yourself and dish, dis other people because of they're the same race as you. Yeah. That's my, that's my standpoint on it. No, I think my mine's similar to that. I just, it all boils down to what pro-black means. Yeah. And stuff, because I could you honestly say someone who, say, married to a white person, got mixed-race kids, yet they have businesses, they employ black people, they constantly on trips to Africa and the Caribbean, doing stuff in those communities as well, mm. you know, doing community work in their local area of black people, but their partner's white. Are you really going to say that they're not really pro-black? Mm. It's like, no, they seem to be quite active in... I still want to know why they chose a white partner, though. Yeah, that's true. I still want to know their reasoning. And then, like... Because you can't be, you can't be pro-black in one aspect. You have to just be pro-black, I feel. I don't think you can just say, I'm pro-black, I employ black people, but I don't like black girls. I yeah. I don't think you can do that. Right. I, I, yeah, I, I know I know what you mean. Instinctively, I know what you mean. I'm trying to articulate it. Out. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't as, know how as, to articulate, to be in, honest. In a general thing, yeah. Like, you can't... Just pick yeah. one of the kind of ideas. and But then does that mean you have to pick all the ideas? Or like, for example, I love black women. I date black women. No, man, I hate going to black people's shop because they're rubbish. At, you can't you can't do that. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Right. So... I'm actually not making sense myself. No, so. it's just I mean. That's why... <laughs> no, but it's a, that's why I think it's a good topic to explore because I, I, I skip and jump through the same things. So if someone asks me, my instinctive answer is no. But then I'll think about it some more and go, yeah. And then I'll think about it some more and go, maybe. <laughs> I don't mm. I don't quite know. Um, I think when you hear the term pro-black, you instinctively think of somebody who is anti-white, really. Is that what you think? Yeah. And I think, I think that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I think of someone who's all black everything. So it's like yeah. I expect him if I see a black guy and he's talking about yeah, black lives man, black this, black that, black power, black and then I find out their partner's not black, I'm like, Oh, all right, I see. So I'm not really sure you believe in your message <laughs> kind of thing. Or but then like how how plausible is it to be pro black in the UK? Like, can you really only deal with black business and black people 24-7 like you have to get to these places so unless you're buying a car that's produced in <laughs> Africa and I only buy my fuel from Africa <laughs> yeah but that's, that's what I mean that's yeah, like, that's I mean. think the, the, the term 
mm. is is extreme. That's mm. what I said. I don't think you can. You. I think pro black should just be about loving yourself and loving your people. Right. And I think a lot of people take the term and make it extreme. Yeah. Like, like what you said about oh you have black fuel and black cars yeah. and it just gets a bit silly. And I don't have milk because it's white. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... It just gets silly. So realistically, you can't be pro. You can't not pro, but you can't be black everything. Yeah. You can I... be. You can make choices though. Yeah. But you have to be realistic about it. True. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you need if you need a plumber and you can't find the black one, mm. you can't just have the leak continuing all day. Yeah. Like you've got to get yeah. <laughs> got your leak fixed. But then at the same time, you could consciously make the effort to find a black one, yeah. which a lot of people wouldn't do. No. But I wouldn't say because I don't consciously make the effort to find a black plumber doesn't mean that I'm I'm not pro black. Yeah. This is fair. So I think I think with a lot of people, their definition of pro black involves a family aspect. Right. So I think so for them it's like that's almost like the basic requirement yeah like everything else is additional but mm. I think for a lot of people pro-blackness the basic requirement is your partner's got to be black because mm. you've got to be focused on having a black family and having a mother and a father and having that kind of unit and that stability and starting from that base of raising black children in a mm. good solid foundation and then all the all other right. stuff on top is well, is, is what's about yeah. loving yourself and loving mm. your heritage and embracing your culture and instilling that in your mixed race children. That's the thing, because why can't they have both? Yeah. Why can't I be pro-black and and proud of being British? Why can't I be pro-black and proud that my children have I don't know Asian in them? Yeah. I don't I don't think that being pro anything else stops you from being pro-black. Yeah, that's true. You're going to be pro two things at the same yeah, time. Yeah, like pro football and pro tennis. Yeah. That's good points. I, I have nothing to say. I disagree yeah. with your points, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, it's a tricky one. I'm not, yeah, I, I don't... I, I want, so I wonder why some people are so strong on you have to have a partner of the same... Or have have a black partner if you are going to be pro-black. Because I think a lot of people, from my experience, the reason why they date outside of their race is because they have some sort of intrinsic hate towards their own race. So in their mind, when they see someone else dating outside their race, they assume yeah. they also have that yeah. kind of yeah. intrinsic. That's true, yeah, because you do, yeah, being honest, you, you, a lot of people, well, I don't say a lot of people, some people they outside the race and it is just loaded with just absolute nonsense. Yeah. And then some people they outside the race and it's just, hey, you know, I worked with this person for 10 years. I, actually, yeah. I was actually dating a black person for five mm. of those years. I knew them. Mm. And it's just, they've got this whole kind of story of, mm. yeah, it just kind of happened to, yeah. it's like, well, you can't really say they had anything against yeah. people of, of their own race um, there. Because I've always because find... you can take it as far as shadism then. Yeah. Like... Why didn't you find a dark-skinned girl, Darren? Are you pro-black? And then it starts getting down this kind of route of, what do you want me to date? Like, because you can, then you can never make anyone happy. Anyways, yeah. then you have to just start... I mean, um, essentially, you have to always live for yourself in that respect. Yeah. you got to just date whoever makes you happy. Yeah. 
and stuff. So. Yeah, but don't be a dickhead. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, you that's, you happy, if you've got issues, keep them to yourself. I don't want to hear about how you don't like black girls because I don't even want to know. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Hope yeah. I, I hope I graced everybody with wonderful presents. I think you did. Thank I'm not, you. not sure how much being picked up on the mic, though. But oh, dear. What? I'm a bit mellow today. You are? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it off the pod while you're mellow. All right. All right. All right, well, well that is the end of episode what? Episode 97. Amazing. We're going to do 100 before Christmas. Yeah, it'll be the weekend before Christmas. What's this special? What's going to happen? Can we have a drink on the podcast? Do you want to do that? I'm going to get drunk. Do you want to do, uh, Christmas Eve? Oh, no, I'm not trying to be hungover on Christmas Day, sorry. <sighs> All right. I'll have a tipple with you. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, no, Christmas that's the, so be 23rd Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Are we going out? Yeah, going out. Are we going out for lunch or dinner? Lunch. Why did you say it like that? Because it, it, it was me remembering the time. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah. So lunch. Okay. All right, cool. So that's the 100th episode, 23rd. Very exciting. I'm going to dress up. Yeah. You'll be dressed up on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pooh, that is the end of the podcast. Cheers. Bye. You going to say bye? Bye. There it is.